Hey everybody, you're listening to Somewhat, Somewhat Relatable. This is the podcast where we talk about story times, we give advice, and what else, Nina? You guys ask us a lot about dating. Yeah, <laughs> so it seems like we talk about that a lot. So we're going to be giving our advice today, and if you have any questions for us, go ahead and email us, contact at ninaandranda.com, or you can just message us on Instagram and we will incorporate your question in a different episode. Before we get into this episode, we just have to honor the Jonas Brothers. In the beginning of this episode, we went to their concert Saturday night at, at the Palladium. And let me, just, let me just tell you, the highlight of the night was when Joe sang Jealous with yeah, Nick. Yeah, they, they did like a little collab where they each sang parts of each other's ho- songs. And we were on basically stage right. And that was Nick's side. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's very we, cute. We got really lucky with that. Nina and I have our fetish i guess you could say with tall guys and then we were like wait a second no this was when we had tall it's fine we had the realization that we actually don't care about height yeah it was a good learning experience i care about talent because nick jonas is my height and he's so cute character just from interviews at least how he's portrayed he seems like a really nice guy you guys should definitely watch the Amazon Jonas Brothers documentary i'm legit more of a fan now than i was it's called chasing happiness yeah is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Our parents watched it first and they were like, you guys should watch it. And it's the best. It's just a relatable story that it's just a good story, honestly, that everybody can apply to at some point in their life. Yeah, especially the family sibling dynamic and just kind of the way they talk about how they broke up and everything. It's really riveting. And I think anyone who watches it will be a fan. Maybe as big as us. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, let's jump right into these questions. So we got our first one. I have a crush on my best friend's ex-boyfriend. I liked him before they even started dating. He slid into my DMs and it kind of seems like he's into me too. What are your thoughts on dating a best friend's ex? What would you do? I'm squinting, you know, when you're like, yeah, you're like, oh, the cringe. Okay, well, my first thought is, is it definitely happens. You can't really control your feelings. You can control your actions. I really just think it depends on how long. Oh, how long they've been broken up? It really just depends on how old you are, how long they dated, or, like, if they're obviously boyfriend and girlfriend, like, that's pretty serious. Maybe she really loved this guy, but... On the other hand, maybe she broke up with him because she wasn't in love with him. Right. It totally, context totally matters. Time length matters. I personally think that if your best friend is still in love with him and it's very recent, not a a good idea. Like I would not. You just kind of got to be prepared that if you go for this guy and your best friend really like wouldn't like that that you could potentially lose your friend yeah i think the best bet is to be honest with your friend of like hey i have these feelings yeah tell your you know it's okay that you have those feelings you can't control that but hey i have these feelings and i'm wondering like what what you if you would care if we were to date or something because then at least you were being honest and give her the heads up it's it's more hurtful when you go behind someone's back i think Mm -hmm. let's say though let's pretend for a second that this guy cheated on his her best friend oh then Then i would just say don't even it's not worth your time and that's what i'm saying context matters if this guy cheated on your best friend hell no then he's just it seems like he's in the phase of life where and maybe he'll be in this phase forever where he's just trying to see what he can get and date as many girls as possible if he's cheating you know but again if your best friend broke up with him because she i don't know just didn't want to be with him then i guess it's a little bit different yeah 
uh, we've we've dated not really like liked the same guy oh for sure it's happened a few times being twins i feel like life or just i don't know the movies or the way my parents raised me didn't prepare me for the hellstorm of dating like i had no idea (laughs) i just thought it was like everyone's like universal law given right if that makes sense to just find their perfect person and it'll just work and it's like no there's a lot of this is a lot more complicated than i thought honestly Mm -hmm. yeah there's some work that goes involved (laughs) yeah so nina and i have definitely liked the same guys yes it's happened multiple times we've never actually legitimately like dated the same person though you know well i'm talking like seriously okay definitely not seriously dating but we've both like been on a date okay yeah we've both kissed the same guy and that's it yeah exactly just talk to your friend yeah (laughs) talk to your friend first be open and honest about it and really weigh the pros and cons like if you if this if you truly feel like this guy's your soulmate and he's really pursuing you in the right way then you know your friend might get over it with enough time but if he's just trying to like slay the game and just get with her friends totally not then worth it's it. not worth it not worth it because but chicks before dicks yeah and if six years have gone by you know and it's been a long time that they haven't dated nobody really has feelings for each other anymore then it's a different scenario mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on a friend who's betrayed you do you think you would ever be friends with her again mm, it totally depends on what the betrayal was I know from like my past with friends that have really betrayed me. Some of them I'm not friends with at all. Yeah, I think <laughs> you can give people a few chances. I feel like we need a little we bit of gave, a backstory. We gave one friend way... We're going to call her Frankie. Too many, too many chances. Yeah, so another... We're going to refer to another friend named Bibi. So Nina had a boyfriend... And this girl named, well, not really named BB. This girl who we are calling BB would message mm-hmm. her boyfriend and be like, we should go out to lunch. Like, let's hang out like behind Nina's back. And then she would tell me, oh, your boyfriend asked me to lunch. And then but I she would play it like it's all normal. And then I would ask my boyfriend and he'd be like, no, she asked me to lunch. And then I'd bring it back up to her. He said that you asked him to lunch and she's like oh well yeah maybe that's how how it was and i'm just like okay that's too psycho for me (laughs) yeah you're gone it's sad i didn't realize that i would have had to deal with people who are shady i don't know i just didn't realize that's how it would be especially in the dating world but that's how you learn who your friends are put a little cute guy in the mix and if your girlfriends are going behind your back then mm -mm, you're not not your friend friend anymore and that's the thing about the entertainment business i feel like there was a more than just a cute guy attached to this though she saw this person as i don't know if it's someone that could help her in her career but just probably though maybe but just someone that yeah could help her and (laughs) she was willing to kind of walk all over me anyway i don't like talking about this i feel like i gave this other girl who we're gonna call frankie multiple chances as my friend okay this is a different i feel like i'm gonna go into a story time so this isn't bb it's frankie right so i told frankie that i have a bit i used to have this big crush on this guy i was like do you want to come to his birthday like we can all go to his birthday whatever and so she meets him she gets super wasted and then she goes beyond kissing him i don't even want to be graphic on this podcast (laughs) but basically i was just like oh well she was drunk like she didn't mean it like it's fine well and it's not like you still really super like this person but it was just a really weird boundary thing to bring a friend to someone else's party i used to have a crush on all of a sudden they're doing things anyway (laughs) long story short i forgave her i didn't think much of it and then 
this ended up being a, a running thing. thing where she if she found out that you liked someone and not just us but anyone in the anyone friend group, in our friend group if she found out that you liked someone she would then try to pursue that guy and she would sleep with them yeah full on and i was just like you know what it just got to a point where she would lie to me and be like no like i don't know there was just so many different lies that ended up being told and i was like you know what we can't be friends anymore because this isn't just like a one-time offense it's like this is a character and multiple flaw. people within the group i just if someone if my friend was inviting me to a party and they're like oh yeah the guy used to be my crush you want to come with me to his party i would not go and hook up with him no at that party that's exactly and she that is psycho i mean even if they somehow established a true connection they really got to know each other and it's like oh like they really hit it off they really like yeah, each other but it's like you're mad. just trying to like hook up with him when i it's just i don't know it's not my style yeah what's the point it's yeah it's kind of disrespectful and i just kind of never brought it up to her never talked about it It was just like oh whatever you're still my friend and now i just would not put up with that stuff what was the final straw oh i remember the final straw what was the final straw? we don't have to talk about it okay now i can look back on it and i'm not angry about it i'm more just like think that that frank think that frankie is just just super super messed up and doesn't see the world in the way that i feel like the average person sees the world yeah i'm just glad to not be in that phase of life for me it happened so many different times with different friends and and as as well as myself and i was just like you know what this is hurt doing more harm to me than good and i deserve a friend who's gonna be an actual good friend to me so i just was like even though i felt bad cutting this person out of my life kind of you kind of have to i didn't feel bad because she was also sociopathic yeah i would agree but can you forgive friends i just really think it depends on the scenario i mean there's been times where Rand and i have really really liked the same guy and we just like both of us really like this person like in love i was in love with him we just decided let's just neither go for him because it'll just hurt one of us yeah and that's a that's a nice nice way to be yeah but then uh we hurt ourselves as well but it was for the best (laughs) yeah anyways oh well well let's move on to a different topic how many times a week do you think somebody should work out for myself I like to work out at least five times a week. Yeah, I think five days a week is a great amount because then you get two days of rest. I used to have the mindset of, no, I need to work out every day or, oh, no, I haven't worked out today. And it's like, no, those rest days are part of the training. That's how I view it. And I'm like, I don't even feel guilty at all. But even one of those days of the five days of exercise could be a hike, you know, with friends. And it's not a crazy Or you can count that as your exercise, whatever you think. Like if it's a five, six mile hike, of uphill most people i think the average person would count that as a day of exercise for sure and for me for monitoring how much exercise i should be doing i just base it off of how i feel if i'm like okay like an i worked out for an hour and i'm like all right i feel super tired that's enough or maybe i worked out for an hour and i was like you know i could put in like 20 more minutes i just measure how my body is feeling totally if i'm feeling wiped then i'm gonna take a day off or (laughs) if you do like a 45 minute really intense workout that could totally be enough for you so i just say monitor how you're feeling how much time though do you think is a good amount of time to put into the workout i think more than 30 minutes of aerobics i think at least 45 minutes yes is a good amount of exercise randa and i kind of compare ourselves to athletes though on the low yeah but you know so I, I think i'm like an underachiever compared to exactly. them exactly i see these these athletes training maybe four or five hours a day oh and gosh. i'm thinking i only put two hours in some you know not every day i put two hours in but sometimes i put two hours in and i'm thinking geez i did nothing compared to an athlete but i really again i just think it 
depends on the intensity you know if you're doing an hour of really strenuous that's plenty in my opinion take take one of our cycle classes of an hour and holy moly and this kind of leads me into my next question which somebody says it looks like your guys booties and boobs have grown over the years of me following you what's your secret why thank you well thank you how nice (laughs) all right well i gotta say i do think Maybe this is weird to say, but yeah, my boobs have gone a little bit bigger over the years. And I don't think that there's any special secret as to why this happened. I think I'm just a bit of a late bloomer for the boobs. But the booty, you definitely have some control over that. Wait, so the boobs, it depends on the time of month. Oh, that's so true. Before my period, the weeks leading up or like the two weeks before my period, it's like, whoa, my my boobs are way bigger. Yeah, I can like fit into a whole cup size. And then after you're done with your period, I'm like, my boobs look like a whole different size. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. It's just natural. But in terms of booties, booty workouts, (laughs) the glutes is uh, I think weight training is such a game changer for anyone's physique. And we try to lift like heavy weights two days a week. And I think it's like really improved our glutes over the years we have a whole youtube video on how to grow the booty if you want to learn some exercises as well as it doesn't even it the thing is the exercises don't take that long you could spend 30 minutes on lifting and 30 minutes is not a long time but it feels like a lot of work as you're doing it because i'm talking lifting and i'm talking like using your legs with weights well over 100 pounds Right. But that being said, if you're new to weight training, you do have to kind of build up to it and you're not don't just try to do too much too soon because then you could injure yourself. But it's funny because I used to kind of have this fear of weights of like, oh, no, that's for guys. Like, I'm going to look bulky if I lift weights or not at all. I'm going to, you know, not look like a ballerina or I don't know. I just had this weird kind of fear in a way or just like mine a weird outlook on mine weights. was a fear. I, I just didn't even know what to do. Right. I no, I just thought aware. like, oh, no, that's for guys. And now I'm like, it didn't make me gain any weight. Not you know, at all. Not that I'm like concerned about that, but I, I just had it in my mind that that's what, ha- what would yeah. happen. It's so weird that how we correlate lifting weights with gaining weight. Not true at all. Right. I just think it's a great way to tighten your physique, like even your abs and just everything. It's just building muscle. And for, for me, I just feel like it makes me feel really good. And you feel like a badass after you're done lifting. That being said, I still love my cardio and do not want to choose between the two. Chest. I do chest exercises. Do you think that can kind of grow your boobs? I've read that it can make them a little bit more perky. So chest exercises definitely, I don't know, give it a go. Push-ups. Just do it in the proper form. I'm 21 and my boyfriend of over a year just dumped me. And I've heard that he's already hooking up with a new girl. I feel so heartbroken and that I'm not good enough. I feel like every guy leaves me for a new girl. How can I get over this heartbreak and how can I meet a good guy? That's rough. It's hard when you're younger. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So this person is 21 years old and I I'm 26 now and I will say I feel like the guys have gotten a little bit better with age. Would you agree, Nina? Totally depends on the guy. That's actually really true. Don't ask me that. Or maybe (laughs) I've gotten a little bit better of not making myself so vulnerable to somebody treating me like that. I think that's maybe more so what it is. But I will say I've definitely struggled with self-esteem, self-confidence issues because of how people have treated me in the past. And mainly guys, but also not just guys, maybe girls as well. Just how people have treated me in general. And I will say when enough time has gone by and you fill your life with good friends and hobbies and things that build you up you just kind of get your self-confidence back and you realize that a guy shouldn't be the person to determine that also 
it sounds cliche, but he's probably young and dumb. Yeah. And when you're younger, actually, your prefrontal cortex, aka what controls your impulse and your thought decisions, processes, if that makes sense, is way less developed. They say it's not fully developed until you're 25. I think it's probably still developing even after that. But for men, I hear it's 40. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm maybe kidding. i don't know this don't don't quote us but my point is you know this guy is young and it's easy to f- to take it personally like oh i'm not good enough for him if i was good enough for him then he would settle down and he would love me no and you think it's a reflection of yourself when the reality is no this guy is just young and you shouldn't take it personally mm, he's might might potentially just be following his instincts he's met somebody new and it's sad that when someone is with someone new you view that person as oh he's gonna treat that person better or if i was more i like doubt that. it and yeah maybe he could treat them better and maybe he won't not that you should feel better about them treating someone else not uh well but i would say try not to feel like you're not good enough because yeah. you are good enough and we've all been there and honestly my best advice to get over that is to do something that's gonna that's gonna bring yourself up for me that was school that was like a way for me to focus on myself um get out of my head and stop maybe obsessing over somebody being mean to me and so maybe for you that could be taking up surfing maybe that could be taking up a writing class or joining a dance class or just something to get yourself out of your head and then when enough time goes by one day you wake up and you're like wow i'm not like devastatingly sad about that anymore gotta give it time yeah how could they meet a good guy we're still working on this honestly too. i'm still struggling no there <laughs> there are there's some good guys. No, you're right. I've probably met some good guys. It's just no one that I've really clicked with a lot. And do you think that some, I think men could possibly think, hey, I actually am a good guy and she just wants the bad right. guy, you know? And I that's definitely true. think that happens as well. People are hung up on people treating them like crap. And yeah. then there, there really are some good men in the world who wouldn't treat you like that. You just don't have the crazy feelings for them. Yeah, and it's and a hard world. <laughs> and I, my hope one day is that the person that I feel crazy for, you know, it's will feel it for me as well and is a good guy to me. I don't know. Hopefully by the time I'm 30, that's what I keep telling myself. And this person is 21. You are so young. You have so many more people to meet. Yeah. Even when you're 31, there's still going to be a lot of people to meet, especially if you live in L.A. or New York or London. Yeah. So focus on yourself. Hang with your friends. Pick up a new hobby. And maybe you might end up meeting a new guy there and live your best life be confident one more thing we want to add to this we want to tie it back to the jonas brothers when you love someone and they break your heart don't give up on love have Have faith faith restart just hold on i feel like those could be the song of the week yeah those lyrics are brilliant yeah because people will break your heart but you know what there's going to be somebody new have faith restart i bet all the jonas brothers have had their heart broken And they're all happily married. Yep. If they can do it, we can do it. Aside from your diet and genetics, do you accredit anything else for your healthy, long hair? Ah, thank you. Thanks. Well, I definitely think, you know, genetics and diet play a big role. If you have been listening to us, maybe you know that we follow a plant-based, low-fat diet. Just a little background. But we also have our own hair care products that are natural, oil-free. If you want to check out our hair care products, you can just visit clearskindiet.com. Dot com. They're also available on Amazon if you were interested in trying our hair products. What gives us healthy long hair, though, is like they said, diet and genetics. Having natural 
chemical free shampoo and conditioner we also try not to style our hair that much yeah we rarely do our hair yeah only when necessary i'll blow dry my hair on occasion maybe i'll curl it for an audition but i'm not styling my hair every day it's by cra- any means it's crazy too because when you see actresses who are on set so much their hair looks really really good in the movies mm-hmm. but when you style your hair that much it kind of makes it not look that cute in person yeah natural so and it's natural honestly state. the less you do yes the straightener and the curler might make it look good in the moment but long term it makes your hair look worse we got a juicy question another juicy one should i tell my ex's new girlfriend he was dating both of us at the same time the tea is about to be spilled what do you think nina i feel like context again matters for this um, like because my first thought is like, was he like broken up? Maybe he broke up with his girlfriend and then now he's kind of dating both of them. You know what I'm saying? He may have been single. Okay. Yeah. Then that If he was it. single, then is it nice? No. But like technically it's legal. It's yeah, legal. It's like, okay, you're not technically lying. Forgivable. <laughs> but if you were in a relationship with another girlfriend and then basically started dating this other one and kind of like just transitioned, if I was that new girlfriend, I would want to know. I would definitely want to know. So it's it, it's weird because I I hear the question and my my instinct is to say just stay out of it, you know, let them be. But then I think if I'm the new girlfriend and my now boyfriend was basically seeing both of us, I would want to know. Totally want to know. Oh, but then if you were super in love, you wouldn't want to know. You'd yeah. ruin it. Part of me is like, yeah, tell her. <laughs> But I don't know. You're going to have to make that your choice yourself. I really don't know. How would you tell her? Just slide into her DMs? Yeah, it's easy over Instagram. That's the thing. She's going to bring it up to the boyfriend. And then he's going to know that you kind of snitched on him. He's going to... So what? He, no, I know. He just broke up with her and I'm left her. I'm just saying her. he's going to hate her. But I'm so sure... So what? He was probably... a. He's I mean know. to the, with the way he handled it, it I sounds. agree. It's super messed up. Honestly, tell her. Just slide into those DMs and be like, hey, I just wanted you to know we he was dating us both at the same time. If he was actually in a relationship with you. But if he was like single, then don't tell her. Or if it was just, yeah, if it was actually a boyfriend, it's different. But if you were just seeing each other kind of casually, then definitely do not tell the person. However, yeah, if he was your boyfriend, uh, I don't know. I don't want to answer this. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move on. What's your biggest fantasy in life? Can I, l- Like job yeah. wise? Just fantasy. Broadway star. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, for me, the, f- the fantasy that comes to mind is just being madly in love, married with a kid. I would love to meet someone where I'm so in love that I'm like, I want a kid with you. Yeah. That has yet to happen to me. For sure. That's a big fantasy of mine, too. That being said, I've had fantasies in the past like, oh, I want to be like Taylor Swift or I want my life to be like this. And then not that I've ever reached being Taylor Swift, but at some point you're like, oh, actually, I just want to be happy. And maybe that's not how I'm going to be happy. But that being said, I still also want to be married. Re- <laughs> no, really hard to be Taylor Swift. Yeah. To be married. <laughs> with the kid someone that you're super in love with and they're super in love with me we'll see if it happens for sure and then you got a crying baby for the next two years oof can you be just friends with an ex yes really yeah i'm friends yeah. with an ex no that's true yeah i think if enough time has gone by you can definitely be just friends but i feel like there's always a little bit of a connection okay but what about like stories- a deeper connection what about stories we've heard while where one girl and a guy break up they were together for a long time and then she's like oh actually i'm gay okay yeah you can be just friends yeah. after that you like so, different gender there you go you well they like the same they gender, like the actually. same gender they, they prefer the same gender but they can still be friends so yes you can but what about 
people who still like the opposite gender where, where it's like they're both maybe still attracted to each other i'm st- i'm friends with an ex and it's just friends so yeah I say, why not? It's also been 10 years, though. I think it's definitely possible. You just have to wait a super long time. Also, there's going to be new boyfriends and new girlfriends. And if they're uncomfortable with the friendship, I feel like that's what could make it hard for people to be together because there might be a secret feeling from their partner. At of, least oh, on one end. Yeah. Are you going to no? Are you going to leave me for your girlfriend that you yeah. hang out for your ex-girlfriend that you hang out with? I kind of think, though. If exes really do want to be friends, one, at least one person still kind of has some sort of feeling. Maybe I'm wrong. Everything I used to enjoy in life doesn't bring me happiness. I feel like I've lost the joy in my life. How can I get it back? That's really sad. Everybody can relate to this to an extent. Maybe some people have been in this mindset for a a long time. Maybe some people only deal with it for like a few weeks or a few months, but... My first thing I want to say is that, yeah, you're not alone and feeling like you've lost some joy in life talking to someone about this feeling. So I was actually listening to another podcast and they said when you're feeling like this, even if you're like, no, it doesn't bring me joy to like go to the beach. It doesn't bring me joy to hang out with my friends. You actually force yourself to do it anyway. Yeah. And maybe doing it wasn't like the best time you've ever had, but it's still a little bit better than just falling into a deeper depression right and the more you get out hopefully it becomes better and better and better until you're at more of an even equilibrium of feelings yeah hopefully again we're not professionals so just you know hopefully this is just some advice and if you're really struggling you should definitely see somebody in person talk to your parents or a friend a teacher somebody you trust And yeah, get some help. Another thing that I actually heard in this podcast to help this question is this thing called savoring the moment. It's almost like a way to be present when you eat food. Oh, like this is the best food I've ever had. And it's like almost shifting your mindset to being more present until you Mm. hopefully start to enjoy it more again. They call that gratitude. Yeah, but it's also savoring the moment. It's like looking around the room and like using your senses. What are you tasting right now? What are you smelling? And it's a way to be more present enjoying things and hopefully enjoy it more definitely if you pay more of a more attention to your senses you can find more joy just when we're outside on a walk i'm thinking wow it's so sunny out and it's so nice to just walk up and down the street It, it genuinely is really nice people are so concerned about the final outcome that they don't actually savor the moment it's not just about like the end outcome it's like we're so focused on like that end goal that happily ever after and it's like no savor the moment now it's not about the destination it's about the journey man <laughs> all right we're gonna have one more question and it is what are your thoughts on marriage would you ever want to be married yeah yeah i want to be married i feel like my view on marriage has changed over the years i just felt like when i was younger i just thought it was like oh you're just gonna meet that person you're just gonna know and it's gonna be perfect that i that's truly what i thought like we all have that one perfect person out there and now i've realized no obviously it's hard to find the quote-unquote perfect person but there could be multiple people where like yeah i could make this work with them but the thing is it's a feeling if you feel like someone is your perfect person yeah you, you probably want to marry them but maybe maybe some there people could be don't ever get to feel like that they don't fully feel that like this is yeah. my perfect person and some do though yeah and i don't know and i used to think that i would just know and be like oh this is my perfect person but now i'm not so sure that i will yeah. have that feeling and you could feel like that for someone and it doesn't work out yeah ultimately it's a choice and you think 
I think so. Like it becomes a choice at a certain point. It's like a feeling and then you're day in and day out choosing to continue to be with this person. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to be married. To me, that also means like having kids. For sure. When I hear the word marriage, it just means who you're having a family with. Yeah, who you're going to have kids with. So hopefully one day. And anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Somewhat Relatable. Song of the Week. Someone asked us to sing Shallow. So let's do it. In the shallow, shallow. In the shallow, shallow, I'm on the deep end, watches are diving. I'll never meet the ground. Let's crash through the surface where they can't hurt us. We're far from the shallow now. In the shallow, shallow, in the shallow, shallow. That's enough. Thanks for sending in the song of the week. If you have a question or you want to send in a song of the week, email us at contact, contact at com. Thanks for listening. We hope you've arrived at your destination. Tune in next week for another episode of Somewhat Relatable.